And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, farmers were a key part of yesterday's record convoy in Regina. And we hear from one of them. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies and a high of 10 degrees. 60% chance of rain overnight. Wind southeast 30, the low plus 2 tonight. Tomorrow, 5 to 10 millimeters of rain. Wind southeast 30, the high 9, the low plus 1. Sunday, sunny, the high 14, the low minus 1. Monday, cloudy, the high 13. Chance of evening showers Monday with a low of plus 1. Tuesday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers. Windy, the high 7, the low minus 1. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 7, the low minus 4. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high near 6 degrees. The normal high for this time of year, 9, the normal low, minus 4. The sun rose at 627 this morning. It sets at 736 tonight. Around the province, with the hot spot this hour in Saskatchewan is Valmarie at plus 10 in the southwest. The cold spot up in the north, Key Lake at minus 11. Roundup Estevan plus three, Saskatoon, Swift Current, and Weyburn all plus four, Yorkton is zero. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's plus five, that's 41 Fahrenheit, winds are from the east at eight. Humidity 68%, the barometer rising 101.8. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, five degrees, winds are from the east at 13. Once again, Regina, cloudy in five, that's 41 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. And Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. Farmers were a large part of yesterday's world record truck convoy in Regina. An estimated 700 or more trucks from agriculture, energy and mining protested the federal carbon tax and expressed support for pipeline construction. One of the organizers, Jason LeBlanc, is a farmer from Estevan and spoke to the crowd of around 1,500. He criticized Prime Minister Justin Trudeau for a decline in the farming sector, pointing to the carbon tax and market issues around the world, including pulse crop tariffs in India and canola trade with China. A major economic driver and one of the most valuable commodities in Canada is canola. According to the Global News, our industry is worth nearly $27 billion, employs 250,000 people, and is home to 43,000 growers. The recent import blocked by China could cost our economy and producers nearly $2.7 billion. Approximately 40% of canola produced by Canadian farmers is supplied to China. In my opinion, these are retaliatory efforts, but it... But it could also be that the rest of the world is fed up with our federal government. The lies, the corruption, and the deceit is the beginning of a global erosion of trust with some of our strongest trading partners and allies. Even though our industries have suffered financial blows in the billions of dollars, Trudeau decides that now is the time to enact a carbon tax. Make no mistake about it. He uses the environment as an excuse to increase government revenues due to his reckless spending and inability to balance a budget. 
LeBlanc says the federal government does not recognize farming practices that fight greenhouse gases. He adds the Prairie Resiliency Program from the SAS Party government has built clean coal technology, for example, in Estevan. LeBlanc says business will pass on the carbon tax and farmers and consumers will pay more. The tax will affect everyone, our income and way of living that we know it and that we become accustomed to. In my opinion, it will kill industrial jobs, weaken the egg and oil sectors and ultimately kill our economy. LeBlanc called on Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale to push for changes to support the farming and energy sectors and drop the carbon tax. There's still room for smaller organic food processing companies on the prairies, even though larger brand names are investing more in the sector. Laura Telford is an organic sector development specialist with the government of Manitoba. She's just completed a national survey of organic food processors and spoke recently at a conference in Saskatoon. I think consumers around the globe have decided that they want to eat cleaner, which means they want to focus on products that have fewer complicated ingredients that they can't pronounce and more whole foods, so more lightly processed foods. So that's why we're seeing almost every major food company in the world now has organic products. Telford says there's still room for smaller companies. I think that's where all the opportunities are, is on the small end, because there's no shortage of opportunities, and it seems to be those small ones that can most quickly take advantage of, of market conditions. And so I was, I was saying to the conference attendees that it's not necessarily a bad thing that we're seeing this interest from multinational companies in organic because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants to be rewarded by their lifetime of investment in their company, possibly by selling. Telford describes Saskatchewan's organic industry. I would say maybe more developed on the primary production side and less developed on the value add side. But that's kind of an old story in Canada, right? Provinces that are focused on natural resources tend not to be the ones, you know, capitalizing on the full value of, of that natural resource. So Saskatchewan has a lot of opportunities because, you know, it's growing the vast majority of Canada's organic grains and many, many further processed foods have grains in them, especially, you know, nutritious, fairly tasteless products like oats. You know, you see oats in almost every nutrition bar. So it doesn't take that much for a farmer to add value. And we saw right after my presentation, there was a panel of processors and two out of the three of them were farmers adding value to their products. So it's completely possible. Laura Telford is an organic development specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Some analysts say spring wheat acreage will increase this spring as farmers look to shift acreage away from canola. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Analyst Neil Townsend believes spring wheat acreage will increase but moderate a bit due to lower prices. Definitely like CWRS, like spring wheat, uh, is going to gain some acreage. Now, you know, everything's so cyclical here. The last month, 
of uh, wheat marketing has been more difficult than I think a lot of farmers anticipated or expected. And, you know, they've just been watching the spring wheat futures kind of tank by about 50 cents here over the last couple of weeks. So, you know, there's a lot of mixed signals for people making decisions about next year. And I think one thing that's coming into clear focus is that there's no obvious like uh, home runs for 2019, 20 when you're talking about it today. But I do think spring wheat acres will increase a little bit, but it might be a bit moderated just because of the frustration that's mounting here towards the end of the year. Townsend expects pulse acres will come back from last year's lows. Pulses are going to kind of stabilize, I'd say. Like, they're still going to be below where they were a couple of years ago, but they're not maybe going another leg down. So uh, the 2018-19 marketing year was probably not as negative as maybe some feared for pulses. It offered a little bit of opportunity, periodic opportunity, but opportunity. And I think that's kind of captured back a bit more acres that might have been been, uh, lost otherwise. Uh, That being said, though, I don't think, uh, again, that the the pulse acres are going to, you know, rapidly increase here and kind of uh, get back to like historically high levels. They're kind of more around the five-year average type of thing. Townsend says oat acres are increasing quite significantly, especially in Manitoba. He doesn't see any major changes to seeding plans. From what we hear from our farmers across Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba is, you know, for the most part, they're sticking to rotation. Because, you know, if you farm for 30 years, you've seen, you know, you never really know what prices are going to be like when you actually, you know, go through the growing season. And when everything is sort of looking like, you know, it's under some pressure, you know, that makes the decision harder to make, but it also reinforces that you return to your rotational considerations. On the oilseed side, like kind of deciding between like a, a canola or a soybean or, or something else. I mean, canola's got headwinds, soybeans has got headwinds. I mean, soybeans in Western Canada, the major market for them off of the West Coast tends to be China. So, I mean, if China is mad at us on canola, they could be mad at us on soybeans. So that carries a risk and farmers seem to realize that. There's also been a little bit of dissatisfaction with some of the agronomics on soybeans. So, you know, they're not necessarily gaining. Uh, The one crop that we have seen in our recent uh, survey polls that, you know, people have started to plant a little bit more or maybe shifting some acres out of uh, canola too is flax. So flax has taken a little bit of an increase, but really we're talking about, you know, shifting the, you know, 5% of acres around right now. I mean, I'd say 95% of what farmers are going to do is really, really set. And one thing that will ultimately dictate where they go is, uh, you know, the weather conditions. Like one crop you haven't mentioned, but is a, you know, as offering great returns right now out of Western Canada is like feed barley. And uh, again, the weather will dictate probably just how many barley acres get in the ground. But uh, with the, the livestock numbers and all of that, it's not necessarily too bad if, if you had a little bit more grain that could fit into a feed market. Despite the uncertainty with China, canola futures have held their own this week and are up a bit overall. In the data that we've seen so far, we haven't seen a complete drop-off in exports. So we haven't seen things go to zero. We still see canola moving through the system. We still see some people buying canola. We still get anecdotal stories about there being like good demand for canola oil in places. There's rumors of canola still finding a way into China, like through a back door or whatever. So I just think that, you know, we went down very hard, but we don't need to really like uh, go down much further. What's going to send us down further would be a confirmation of ending stocks being, you know, in that four million, four and a half million range that some in the industry are talking about. And then just a successful planting season. 
FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Analyst Neil Townsend. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell $1.50 at three ninety-eight sixty-two. Oats went down 57 cents at two zero four eighty-six. Number one red spring wheat declined 99 cents at $204.20. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 215.84. Feed barley, 172.63. Flax, 512.21. Yellow peas, 210.54. Feed wheat, 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat is down four and a quarter cents at 523 a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Report Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 1,600 plus cattle on offer here for the week. 13.50 in the pre-sort on Tuesday. Cows and bulls, they did look stronger this week. A lot of these good cows, 81 to 89. Sales right up to 96 $97 on the top-end kind of cows. Bulls are anywhere from 95 to $1.05. Light feeder cattle were dollar stronger again here this week. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 181 to 186 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,300 head, selling a range of 183 to 187 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week in Friday, April 5th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 182.98. Ham's Cash, 178.15. Thunder Creek Brick Co, 164.02 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is up and four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is down 18 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3357. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.91 cents US. U.S. cash hog markets made gains of more than $1 U.S. 100 weight in yesterday's trade, returning cash prices to their highest level since mid-July of last year. Pork prices continue to support the gains in packer bids, with pork cutout adding about $2 100 weight in yesterday's trade, with all of the primal cuts making solid gains. As of yet, there is no evidence of the start to the seasonal decline in hog numbers, with this week's slaughter similar to levels experienced over the last month, near 2.5 million hogs. Yesterday's trade in lean hog futures had almost all months finishing the day close to $3 a hundred higher, which was the daily limit. This rally continued this morning as focused largely on speculation about exports to China and other Asian countries like Vietnam and Cambodia, which broke with African swine fever about two weeks ago. The outlook today, partly cloudy and a high of 10, 60% chance of rain overnight, wind southeast 30, the low plus 2. Tomorrow, 5 to 10 millimeters of rain, wind southeast 30 and a high of 9, the low plus 1. In Regina right now, cloudy and 5, that's 41 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.